Welcome to On the Way with Tony Crisp. Each weekday, Dr. Crisp will be discussing biblical passages, people, places, and prophecies. Tune in daily to start your day right and deepen your understanding of how to better walk the way and enjoy the journey. Here's your host, Dr. Tony Crisp. Welcome to On the Way. This is Tony Crisp, and this is Podcast 322. Now, today I want to follow up on what I talked to you yesterday about with Bible Time Classroom. And we're going to look today in Luke chapter 24. Now, as most of you know, this is the chapter that deals with the resurrection of Jesus from the dead as recorded from Dr. Luke. Luke was a Gentile writer. He was from ancient Troy, called Troas in the Bible. As you'll recall, Paul picked him up on his missionary journey. And soon after they got together, Paul saw the vision of the man in Macedonia across the Aegean Sea, across the Bosphorus, across that ancient Hellespont, over into the European continent. And you recall that after they had landed, they made their way to the colony, the Roman colony of Philippi. And there he was put in jail. And you recall the story of the jailer, the story of Lydia, the first woman, the first convert in Europe on European soil. And so the gospel spread to Europe and from Europe it spread to the continent upon which we live. And so what I'm saying to you is these are important documents that Luke wrote. God inspired him to methodically take the materials that had already been written and to put down an account that was orderly so that anyone could read through this and understand that Jesus is the God man, that he He is the Messiah. He is Mashiach. He is Christos. He is the Anointed One. All of those mean the same thing. And so Luke 24, you know the story. The disciples were crestfallen, and it was the third day, and many of them began to wonder if indeed Jesus was who he said he was. Two of them took off to a village west of Jerusalem, just southwest of it, called Emmaus. We call it Emmaus. And uh, you can pick up on the narrative in Luke 24 and verse 13. And you'll recall as they were leaving the city, Jesus joined them and they didn't know who he was. And they were down and they were depressed. So Jesus said to them, why are you uh, like you are? Why are you acting like you are? What's this attitude? And they said, are you the only one that really has not heard about what went on in Jerusalem? The person we thought was the Messiah, he was crucified, and this is the third day, and, and we actually had some women of that we knew that went to the tomb and said his body's been taken, he's not there, he is risen from the dead. And so Jesus, as you know, as you read this story, you will see that Jesus was going to go only so far with them. They asked him to come in, he went in, they had him to say the blessing over the bread and their meal. And when they saw how he broke bread, they had heard him break bread and bless the God of heaven for giving that to them. And they had heard that voice. They had seen those actions over and over again for three years. Probably they had followed him and now they recognized it was the Lord. And they did that by how he prayed, how he started, how he finished, how he broke the bread, how he held it, how he blessed it. After he had met with them, as you know, he vanished out of their sight. 
But before that time, before they actually went in to the house, Jesus said to them when they were so down and crestfallen, he said to them, O foolish ones and slow of heart to believe in all the prophets have spoken. Ought not the Messiah, ought not the Christ to have suffered these things and enter into his glory? And the Bible says, and beginning at Moses and all the prophets, he explained to them, he expounded to them all that was in the scriptures about things concerning himself. Later, as you'll recall, when they realized who Jesus was, they said to themselves, did not our hearts burn within us? This is verse 32. Did not our hearts burn within us as he talked to us along the way? And wasn't it amazing how that when we invited him in, not knowing who he was, that we recognized him by the way he prayed to the Father, how he blessed him, how he broke that bread. Don't you remember? We used to see him do that all the time. It really is Jesus. He really is alive. And so they went back to Jerusalem very quickly. And when they went back, they found the disciples. They were all gathered together and they validated and verified the women are not crazy. Peter and John are not crazy. They're not seeing things. We saw Jesus about that time he showed up. Now, this was an amazing series of events. And the Bible says he ate in their presence. He talked in their presence. He showed them his wounds. And then in verse 44, you must mark this in your Bibles if you do not have it highlighted. Luke 24, 44, then he said to them, to all of his disciples there, these are the words which I spoke to you while I was still with you, that all things must be fulfilled. All things must be fulfilled, which were written in the law of Moses and the prophets and the Psalms concerning me. Now, that's interesting because, you see, our Bibles are patterned after the Septuagint. Now, the Septuagint was translated well over 250 years before Jesus was born in Bethlehem. And they were translated in Alexandria, Egypt, from Hebrew into Greek. This was done at the request of Ptolemy, one of the uh, Ptolemaic dynasty, uh, because there were so many Jews there. And, of course, this is where paper came from. Papyrus was growing everywhere. And so the greatest library in the ancient world was in Alexandria, Egypt. And all the scholarship was there. And so the great rabbis were there, and they wrote down the scriptures, translate the Hebrew scriptures into Greek, and a legend says and tradition says it took 70 rabbinical scholars, 70 days, that they all went away, they all came back with the same translation, that's what's called the Septuagint, or the 70, you see it written LXX in critical commentaries as an abbreviation, the 70, but this is where we got our order and categories that we follow in our English Bibles of the what we call the Old Testament, the Older Testament. In other words, the first five books of the Bible constitute the law. All of those are Greek names, Ganao, Genesis, Origins, Echodas, the, the way out, the road out, Ek, the preposition out of or out, and Hodas, the word for road, is the way out. It's the story of beginnings and then the bondage, the Egyptian bondage, 
passage. How did they get there? All of that's told in the story of God in the book of Genesis. And what is Exodus? It's the way out. Now, these all have Hebrew names, but the Hebrew names are not used in our Bibles because we follow the Septuagint, not the Tanakh. And I'll get to that more in just a moment. The Leviticus, that's the about the Levites and the Levitical code. Then you have Arithmoi. We call that Numbers. Then you have Deuteronomos, the second law. Deutero means second, nomos law, the second giving of the law, the rehearsal of the law before going into the promised land. And then you have uh, Joshua taking them across. So you have the book of Joshua and the historical narrative and records of that. And then you have the period of judges for over 350 years. The judges ruled. And on and on, we will go through this Old Testament as it is written in our Bible. So we teach from our Bibles. But Jesus did not have the Bible categorized as we do, as law and 12 books of history, and then the books of poetry, and then the prophets, which are the major and minor prophets. All of that is categorized difference in the Hebrew Bible that Jesus used. There were not five categories, that is the the law, the history, and 12 books of history that we have, then poetry, and then major and minor prophets. It wasn't divided like that. It was the law, the prophets, and the writing. The Torah, that's the law of Moses. The prophets, that's the Nebim. Then it says the Psalms. Now, why does he say Psalms and not the writings? Because the Psalms was the first book and is the first book of the section called the writings. And so this is a term of endearment. What this means is that Jesus was used to using this scroll that had the Psalms first. Remember the Psalms I've told you before. That's why I read through five Psalms a day, one proverb a day, but especially five Psalms a day. And the reason is, is because subliminally that gets inside of my heart and my mind. Because if I had one book that I was going to take with me, and that's the only book in the Bible I could take, I would take the Psalms. Why? Because it is a microcosm. It's a small version of the entire Bible. Yes, from Genesis to Revelation, it's all covered. All of the prophecies, all of the major doctrines, they're not just there in incipient form. They're there. They are clearly stated. All the major doctrines of the Word of God are in the book of Psalms, and you can read them there, and they'll repeat themselves over and over again. So you have the Law, the Prophets, and the Writings. The Law, the Prophets, and the Psalms, which was the first book of the Writings. And so what Jesus is doing is he is giving them and saying from Genesis to Malachi, as we would say it, from Genesis all the way to the end of Second Chronicles in the Hebrew Bible, Jesus says, these scriptures speak of me. And look at verse 45. And he opened their understanding that they might comprehend the scriptures. And then he went on to say, 46, 47, 48, that the whole purpose of those scriptures telling this great story to where they were today, that wasn't the end of the story. No, no, no. The story is still being written because it's not finished. But this up until that point, Jesus said, look, all the scriptures that you have been studying about Messiah, most of them have never been fulfilled. Let me just say that parenthetically. The greatest majority of scriptures concerning the Messiah were not fulfilled in his first coming. They'll be fulfilled in his second coming and the setting up of his kingdom on this earth and the new heaven and the new earth. But that's for another podcast. What I want you to understand is that Jesus said, look, if you read the scriptures, listen to me. Those were telling about my life, my 
birth, my life, my substitutionary death, my subsequent uh, burial, and then after three days rising from the dead. All of this was come bringing you to this point right now. But then he said, it's not for you to keep this into yourself. You're going to be my martyreo. You're going to be my martyrs. You're going to be the ones who witness of me. And for some of you, it's going to cost you your life. You see, this is what Jesus said in that closing chapter of the book of Luke. And then it opened up again. The former treaties have I made, O Theophilus, of all that Jesus began to do and teach. Where am I quoting from? Acts chapter 1. This is the sequel. This is the after this book that we call the book of Acts. I'm telling you, the story of God is the most exciting, the greatest story that's ever been told. We don't have to go to Hollywood to get the story. We've got it in a book, and we are supposed to know it better than anyone else because we know the God who wrote it. Please join me as we go through this great story together day by day. I'm going to tell you the story of God. Yes, it'll be in microcosm. Yes, it will be in short form. But if you want to know more, you can go to Bible Time Classroom, and there you can have it a little bit more. Is that all of it? Absolutely not. Eye has not seen, ear has not heard, neither has it entered into the heart of man the wonderful things that God has prepared for us. But I can tell you, we're going to start and we're going to walk the journey. I hope you'll walk with me as we walk on the way. This is Tony Crisp. Thanks for listening to On the Way with Tony Crisp. Tune in every weekday for information on biblical passages, people, places, and prophecies. Fridays are for your questions. Email your questions to questions at TonyCrisp.org. Then just listen for your question to be answered on Friday's podcast. That's questions at TonyCRISP.org. Thanks for listening and have a blessed day on the way.